1999, one of the most iconic and biggest dance tracks was blasted through the speakers around the world, changing the dance scene forever. Remaining an essential for any EDM playlist over the past two decades, the DJ producer of Sandstorm, Darude, has become one of the most successful, award-winning, multi-platinum Finnish artists in modern electronic dance music. Sandstorm, however, is only one of many accolades, having won three Finnish Grammy Awards, produced four critically acclaimed studio albums and produced massive festivals and clubs around the world. Darude shows no signs of slowing down. This week, he represented his country in the 2019 edition of the Eurovision, and we have the honour of speaking to the legend himself, Darude. Thank you so much for joining us on New and Approved. Thank you, thank you. No worries. Pleasure to be here. (laughs) Well, thanks for being on the show. And where are you calling from today? I am uh, living here that I'm in Tel Aviv. I'm in a crowded uh, tour bus right now. We're heading to the Dead Sea to uh, see the site. Amazing. That's so exciting. Are you going to read a book in the Black Sea? Isn't that the thing because it's so salty and buoyant? Yeah, I think I'm going to do a little more modern. I'm going (laughs) to probably have my in-ears on and have my iPhone on my my hand. uh, (laughs) Love it. I can uh, not ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on being the representative for Finland at Eurovision this year. I believe this was the first time a DJ has taken over the Eurovision stage. Uh, can you talk us through the experience and what it meant for you to be a part of Eurovision? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, Eurovision is such a big thing. Uh, it's such a, a topic, big topic of conversation in Finland as well. And uh, it, it took me... A little while to actually say yes to uh, when when I was asked, but uh, I'm really really happy it did, uh, or I did because uh, it's been just such a wild ride and uh, made such good contact, met so many amazing artists like uh, your Kate obviously, mm-hmm. what a sweetheart she is, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know the the. We had a little bit of a low point there on Tuesday because we didn't go to the final, but at the same time, just being able to represent my country and and getting so far and still getting to see all the all all the what this is about being inside the Eurovision bubble is definitely all worth it. As you said, uh, you met Kate, but what are your thoughts on Australia participating in Eurovision, even though we're on the other side of the world? Well, you know what I uh, first of all. I I don't know if you guys know that, but I've been to Australia so many times, and I love Australia sincerely. Uh, you guys are one of the most ready and willing and able to party people I know, and uh, I've always been treated very nicely there. Uh, so, you know, your vision is about inclusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it has to do directly with uh, borders and, and continents, even in this case. And I think it's it's both fun and it's cool that uh, we can have something like this. Oh, in fact, I mean, we are in Tel Aviv, in Israel, that is exactly not part of Europe either. And um, I I really enjoyed seeing the whole Aussie delegation here. And uh, had such a good time. I actually visited the um, Aussie delegation and embassy party reception yeah. last week as well. And... Uh, I had a good time there. 
Awesome. And you said that you love Australia, but can we expect you visiting our shores uh, sometime soon with the release of your new single, Hide, which features the vocals from Aussie Jamie? Um, you know what? I can't tell you when I'll be there next. <laughs> that's going to be very soon. Uh, I have an amazing booking agent in Australia called Soapbox, and they, they've been taking care of me really well in the last couple of years, and uh, they are doing their thing there, scheming for the next uh, Aussie tour, which I really want to happen very soon. But uh, Hyde happens regardless, and I'm very excited about working with Jamie on, on the track again. Uh, we, uh, we did a track together, well, last year it was released in November, called Timeless, and uh, now this time, myself and uh, my Finnish buddy, Audio Ventura, we uh, collaborated on the track, and it was an instrumental first, and we felt strongly that it needs a vocal. Um, I sent the instrumental to Jamie, and in a couple of days, she just basically sent me a vocal back, and that was her, yes, let's do it. And uh, I dropped it in the project, and it pretty much sits directly there. And that's so how much of an uh, amazing writer she is and a professional. Uh, she knows how this stuff works, and I'm very excited that I got to uh, collab with her again. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. And we love the track, and we're actually going to yeah. be playing it right after we have this chat. But I want to talk about a bit of your touring. You have gone all around the world. Are there any like distinct features that sort of stand out to you when you're playing for different crowds in different countries? Like, is one country party harder than the other? Um, there, there are some cultural differences for sure. And then um, I don't know if, if you can stereotype sort of one single country like that, but I have to say that Australia is fun for the reason that, for instance, if you play at a, at a festival there, and uh, one act ends and another one begins, uh, usually the crowd, the whole crowd doesn't change at all. Mm. Uh, in, in general, I think Aussies just like the party. They, they like the atmosphere <laughs> and they are open-minded, open-minded to various kinds of music and various acts. And that's, I think, uh, as a performer, that's a very, very cool way of looking at things. And in some cities, or some countries, uh, the, the fan culture uh, or like a superstar worship uh, level is different. Some some places it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Nobody says too much of anything. And in some places people scream and try to rip people's clothes <laughs> off and whatnot. Uh, and those, I think those come from various types of cultural things, for instance. Um, and I think it's all equally good i you know it's sometimes good to be surprised or uh even sometimes uh have to like learn and study along the way while you're playing and try to make the best of it even if you don't know exactly what's happening and why oh definitely go with the flow i'm a man who loves my music festivals and live music and i have to ask someone with a career as expansive as yours what or where is like one of your favorite music festivals or places to play at around the world Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> a big question. I, uh, yeah, it is. Um, I always like playing in Finland, but that's, I don't think that counts because it's my home turf. <laughs> usually usually there's a lot of people there that I know. I've toured extensively in Finland, so, and I've, you know, my family and friends are there. But I, uh, I like, you know, for instance, in the U.S., uh, I like Seattle and Portland, uh, 
for some reason, I made a good bit of friends there, and I played there a lot. Uh, for some reason, they are very active crowd-wise. Seattle and Portland are, not, of course, different cities, but they're quite close to each other. Um, in in Australia, one of the big things that I, I did and why I've, why I've now been touring there sort of again regularly is I did Future Music Festival that sadly is no more, but in 2015 and those festivals, 